This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. He is a time management coach helping entrepreneurs and small business owners get back in control of their time so they can get back freedom and spend time on what truly matters to them. Hugo Dunat, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Mark. I am so thrilled you're here, sir, because you and I share something in common. Sort of. Now, I am desperately trying to learn French. You're from France, but listener, we're not going to do the podcast in French for two reasons. Number one, um, it wouldn't go very long because I don't speak French. <laughs> and number two, if you don't speak French either, you would have no idea what Hugo is saying. So, But I, I'm just fascinated to have someone who actually speaks French fluently. Thank you. Thank you for, for uh, having me on the show. Merci. <laughs> <laughs> Which means thank you. Uh, anyway, so your specialty is time management. And here's where I want to start out the, the conversation today. There's a lot of talk, especially on LinkedIn, where you and I are really big on. Uh, there's time management and there's attention management. So where do you fall in time management versus attention management? Uh, I think attention management, oh, that's that's a really good one. And, uh, and that's... Uh... That's the first example of not preparing the podcast. Like it's a really a conversation. So uh, I think if my first answer would be like um, attention management is really part of um, of time management, meaning that it's it's kind of addressing the root cause of bad time management. If you if you're lacking, if you're not very good at uh, managing your attention and managing your energy. Uh, then you can have a lot of consequences on how you manage your time. I see them really, really close. I agree. And you, you, you look at you, you have 24 hours to spend every day. Mm-hmm. And yes, you should be scheduling your time for stuff that's going to take your attention that is needle moving. But I, I think that people who are really, no, it's really attention management. No, it's time management. I said, look at you're getting too you're getting too uh, microed in onto the subject. We're talking about time management. We're talking about how do you spend your time? And I think throwing around words, that's all well and good. But the point is you still have to figure out how you're going to spend your time. Right. It's all about priorities, right? When I work with my clients and students, um, uh, when we go through some of the exercise that we do together, um, we, I, I make them understand that it's all about priorities and about choice. So as you said, we have 24 hours in a day. Uh, you have uh, very highly successful uh, people that have exactly the same amount of time. We have the same denominator in the end. Denominator. I have to say it right. Uh, and, um, and in the end, some people are using it better because it's, it's, they are taking, uh, making better choices uh, or their priorities are clearer. Now, here's how I approach time management. I'd like to know your thoughts, okay? Mm-hmm. When I teach my clients or I do a training online, I always say it has to start with first, how many hours are you going to work tomorrow? Okay, because I'm a real big fan of reverse engineering. So let's say you're going to say, I'm going to work eight hours tomorrow. Okay, eight hours. So we look at our schedule. We're going to work eight hours. Okay, there's already stuff on our calendar, podcast interviews, training, coaching clients. 
So then let's say you have five hours already pre-scheduled. You've got three hours left that you have to fill. And then that's where you take your needle moving activities and fill those spots. That's how I approach time management. A lot of people, well, if they even plan at all, a lot of people don't even plan. They just take the day however it goes and they just hope it works out. I'm, I'm not that fan. I believe you should always tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. And so mm -hmm. how do you approach time management? Uh, I really like that, what you said. Um, uh, just uh, make the time, uh, put, where the time uh, put the time where it needs to go yeah, instead so of tell wondering. Your, tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. Exactly. Uh, so I see time management uh, very close to productivity, but at different levels. And in my own definition, what you just described is closer to productivity, like how we're doing planning and scheduling, uh, very at a granular level of um, everything that needs to get done, right, for a given uh, time frame, like a day, a week, something like that. Time management, I feel like it's uh, at a little higher level, taking things holistically in your life. Um, because um, productivity, when we come back to your example, you have eight hours in a day. You have uh, five hours that are already planned, uh, five hours that are already planned, and three hours that you need to put your, what we call rocks, the most important uh, activities that move, move the needle forward. This is really tasks planning, right? Uh, and for me, it's how you get done, uh, how to get to the to the biggest result in any type of activity, work. Um, time management takes into account this, but also the time that you spend with your family, the time that you spend on your passion and everything and how you actually prioritize all of this together. Yeah, that's a, you make a very good point because what we said in the beginning of the show we all have 24 hours in a day. You don't work 24 hours in a day. So, well, some doctors and nurses do, but that's a subject for another podcast episode. We need to be careful how we're spending our time every minute of the day. And I'm a big fan of intentionality. So I say even like um, today, this episode's coming out on Thanksgiving here in America. And today is a day where people are going to watch a lot of football and they're going to uh, eat a lot of turkey and probably mm -hmm. eat too much food. And, and people go, well, Mark, are you telling me that on Thanksgiving and Christmas that we should tell our time where to go? I'm like, yes. You say, hey, listen, I'm going to be intentional. I'm just going to be a lazy person today, eat a lot of turkey and watch football. But the fact is you were intentional about saying it. You're not just like, well, whatever happens, happens. When I go on vacation, let's say I go to Walt Disney World, one of my favorite places to go in the world, okay? I may be in Magic Kingdom all day. Now, I'm not going to plan. I'm going to do this at 11 and this at 12. But I'm going to say, listen, I'm going to spend time with the family all day today. It's the intentionality. I think people should be more intentional about their time, whether it's for personal or professional reasons, whether you're having fun or just watching TV. You should be intentional about your time. What say you? Uh, I totally agree. And, um, and when we talk about intention, um, I wanted to also come back to, um, to, to uh, what we just said. Uh, when you have the eight hours in the day, and you take all, uh, your time holistically from your 24 hours in a day. I'm a very big proponent of no activity is neutral, meaning that they, they, um, they get you closer to your goals or they steer you away. There is no neutrality. So when you get prepared to the, these eight hours in a day, 
how coming back to the intention, like what are you going to do before you actually get to work? How what you're going to do is going to put you in the best situation, the best position to actually do your best work during these eight hours or on the opposite side, what you what you choose to do before maybe it's going to mm, not put you in the best mood uh maybe not with the right level of energy and things like that so um when, let's imagine you start at 9 a.m uh your eight hour um your eight hour day if you start by eating a lot of carbs and very sweet uh you might have a crash right later uh, later on during your day uh energy wise um, if you, on the opposite side, if you start meditating and you go for a little run, I know you love running, right? How many, how many days in a row are you? <laughs> 1,188. Oh, damn. This is, this is so good. Like, I don't know how you don't, like, how you have a streak for so long and not, not missing one day. I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's my secret. Cause I could ask this all the time. How did you run so many days in a row? And the really quick brief story is we had a real bad hurricane back in 2017 called hurricane Harvey here in Houston. And it rained 51 inches of rain on us in three days. During that storm, I read an article on runnersworld.com, something along the lines of what I've learned from running one mile a day for 250 days. And I remember saying to myself, I could do that. So on August 29th, I started one day became 10, 10 became 50, 50 became a hundred. Then I became a thousand, then it became 1100. And I tell you this much, Hugo, if I don't run or if I run later, I feel something missing because it is so ingrained for me to mm-hmm. run in the morning. It just, I know I wake up, I do my morning routine. I go out for a run. It's part of my day and I don't run to train for a marathon. I don't run to impress anyone. I just run because I love running. And recently I did something really crazy. I left the headphones at home and I just go out and run without any headphones. I'm not listening to music, audiobooks, or podcasts. I'm just listening. And then one of my previous guests told me that's actually a form of meditation because you're not doing anything else but running. I love that. And there is so much to unpack here <laughs> on everything that you said. So I started running without music to have this meditative activity instead of just just to focus and be more mindful of uh, of what my feelings are. Second, congratulations! And you say you say it's not to impress anyone, but it's pretty impressive. <laughs> more than a thousand days uh, uh, in a row. And uh, third, what I wanted to say is that coming back to um, if you being intentional spending time on the activities that you know make you feel good and you know are going to put you in the best position to do your best work later on during that day or that week, then it's a matter of, as you said, start building a habit, right? Because it starts start to be ingrained and you're going to lack something if you don't have it and create that quote-unquote dependence on something that is good for you. It's actually not that bad. Hey there, it's Mark. I just wanted to hop in here real quick to invite you to check out MrProductivity.com to find out how to be coached by me for less than a dollar a day, get my top five productivity tips, and so much more. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. Right. But I I, I, I want to go back to something you said earlier because mm-hmm. it's been a few minutes and we still said it. 
No activity is neutral. I mean, I wrote that down in my notes here because that is so important. People need to understand no activity is neutral. So I'm a, I'm a guy who's a productivity guy and I don't have a problem with people watching TV. If you want to watch television, that's fine. Okay. Here's the thing. Earn the right to watch TV. So if you have a really good productive day, then sit down and watch TV. Or if it's a holiday and you have family over, you're watching the game. It's okay. We don't need to be working 24, seven, 365. We don't. And I think we need to get rid of that, that if you're not working, you're not doing anything because sometimes it's okay to do nothing. Exactly. Um, I completely agree with you. Um, first of all, I don't have a TV at home, <laughs> so that makes wow. it even more simple. <clears throat> um, but I mean, I still have a laptop. I have Netflix on it. So it's, uh, it's actually a proxy to a TV, right? So it, I still, I can still watch TV if I want to. Uh, I like the fact that I like what you said about you need to earn it. Um, I would put a caveat to that if you allow me. Um, <clears throat> because if you put this, um, I understand the value of doing, uh, of saying that to have a motivation to do your best work and then you can have TV. So, so kind of a reward, right? Uh, mm -hmm. but it's also, it's, don't be hard to, to on, on yourself. If you, and, and, and you mentioned it already also, but, um, don't be hard on yourself. If you want to watch TV, uh, it's, it's okay. As long as you, coming back to what you said, being intentional and it doesn't start to be like um, a rabbit hole and rabbit hole and just a one episode after the other, just yes. treat it, treat it as a, as a treat to yourself. It's really okay to watch TV. I watch, uh, I just finished a show with, uh, with my wife and we had a really, uh, really great time. Um, I just don't want to start a TV show that has like 10 seasons because I start calculating, oh, how much time is it total? Oh, that's way too much time. <laughs> well, it's funny I, I, you mentioned that because uh, my wife and I kept hearing about, there's a show called Blue Bloods, and they kept saying, oh, you got to watch Blue Bloods. Everybody kept telling us, got to watch Blue Bloods. So we went out and got CBS All Access uh, for a month, and we found out there was 10 seasons, 240 episodes. Now, it took us about, I think, eight weeks to go through them all. We just watched one or two episodes a night. The good thing about it is there's no commercial, so it only took like 42 minutes. So, you know, and I wasn't worried about it. We actually got through it all, which is, which is crazy. Um, but I, I don't, I think that's the first show I've ever binge watched, like that was already out for like many years. I just binge watched, but I only watched, I limited myself to like two hour, two episodes a night and maybe three on the weekends, but I didn't sit there and watch like a whole season in the night. I, I did say, listen, I got work to do, but I didn't, to your point, I didn't get hard on myself, didn't get, you know, it's okay. We're humans. Sometimes I don't care if you're a productivity guy, a time management guy. Sometimes you're like, you know what? I, I'm not feeling that. I'm just going to watch some TV and that's okay. You don't get hard on, don't get down on yourself because it doesn't mean you're a bad person if you're not feeling it. And guess what? You can't feel it 24, seven, 365. You can't. Exactly. Exactly. And just assess, um, um, like, Coming back to the, to the TV show example, if someone tells me, Hey, there is a, uh, you need to watch this TV show. Uh, it's 10 season. It's, uh, there are 10 episodes per season and it's an hour long each. I am doing the calculation in my head. Okay. An hour per episode, 10 season, uh, 10 episodes per season. That's a hundred hours. I'm ready to get to, to commit to a hundred hours and I'm, I'm making a choice in my head. 
like we were talking about priorities and choice, intention. So do I want to spend a hundred hours on that? Of course, across maybe a couple of months or three months or maybe, maybe longer, but or do I prefer spending a, an hour, a uh, hundred hours on my business? And by the way, where would my, my business be if I spend this hundred hours on it? Hmm. It would be in a much better place. And so that helps me kind of, um, guide me through that priority. I want, I want to say something. It doesn't mean that I always <laughs> come back to, um, to, 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 um, uh, comparing to time spent to my business, but it's okay sometimes to yesterday I spent five hours golfing. It's okay. It's I oh I, I don't always compare to uh, to to time spent on my business or with my family or whatever. It's just about intention. Yeah, and I, I want to tell you as someone who likes watching sports. When my team plays well, I'm like, that's well, that was time well spent. When they play horribly, I'm like, oh, that's three hours I never get back. So it's amazing how we just evaluate things like that. I have a quick tip for you because I love sports. We might not like the, I'm, I like European sports. I like, I love soccer. Uh, so uh, we call it football. Really football. So when I'm on a podcast, I got to remember exactly. I got to call it American football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, uh, I what I do now is I watch uh, extended highlights. So I don't look at the score for a few hours, and I come back to YouTube. And of course, someone uploaded a ten minutes, a ten minute extended highlights. I don't watch the score, and I got the best moments, all the goals in ten minutes instead of spending ninety plus hour, uh, ninety plus minutes. Time management tip here. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I don't watch sports live because I hate commercials. That's one of the reasons why my wife and I have YouTube premium, hate commercials. And so, like, if my team is playing, like, say, from noon to three, I will start watching the game around 1.15, and I can fast forward to all the replays, the timeouts, the commercials. Mm -hmm. And you can actually watch a football game, American football game, in a little over an hour if you don't, if you just watch it on the delay. You can watch the same day. Just stay off of social media, fast forward through all the boring parts, like the punts and all this <laughs> other stuff. You're amazed. You can just like do your own replays. And so that's the way I do it. Um, Cause my wife and I, we have a TV, but we don't have like uh, cable or satellite. So we have YouTube premium, but that's it. So we're, we only watch TV at night. You know, we don't during the day it's work time. And I, I wish people would get that. Cause I see a lot of people not spending their time wisely as we're dealing with this pandemic. They're watching every show Netflix has ever put out. And I'm like, well, can't you read a book? Can't you go take a course? I mean, there's something, launch a podcast, do something else. Um, many people are doing that, but a lot of people are just, they're just, waiting for i don't know uh, a magic bullet to happen and we'll all go back to normal um I, I think that's a poor use of your time i think you would agree with that you're serious about your online business i am too that's why i proudly host my website on kajabi it's everything you need all rolled into one platform for more information and to try kajabi free for 14 days go to the link in the show notes or Go to markstuchowski.com forward slash Kajabi. That's Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. Yeah, uh, completely agree with you. Uh, I'm in in total alignment with you. And um, so I love the tip that you gave. So we both have different tips on time management when it comes to watching sports. I love it. 
Yes. Now I wish I could get paid to watch sports. That, that totally different game. But I, I will tell you, if you said, Hey, would you like to watch the football game, the American football game, or would you like to have a hundred dollars to go to the local bookstore and buy books and read? I'd rather go buy books and read. I mean, I love reading. Reading just opens your mind. I've learned so many things from reading. I try to read at least an hour every day. And so, because let's face it, when you are watching sports, if they win the championship, they don't share that money with you. You don't get to have the trophy for a day. If you're watching, you're like, I don't watch these shows, The Bachelorette and stuff like that. You're watching people getting paid a lot of money. And to your point, there's nothing wrong with watching TV. But just remember, they're not paying you. You're paying to watch them. Uh, unless you're like me, my wife and I get everything over the air for free. So we don't pay for our programming. But still, it's costing us time. I don't think people understand that the average American watches between five and six hours of TV a night. And I'm pretty sure that doesn't include the weekends. So it's probably just Monday through Friday. And so when people say, Oh, Mark, I need your help. I need, you know, I need me, I need to be more productive. I don't have any time. I'm like, okay, the first thing I ask him, you go is how many hours of TV you watch a night? I go right for the jugular because I know they're watching Netflix or Amazon prime video for hours and hours. So don't tell me you don't have time. You've got time. Going back to your priorities, you're choosing to watch TV instead of doing something like read a book or launch a podcast. Right. And when 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 we come back to the priorities uh, aspect to it, like um, I'm going to give you a really good example, hopefully compelling to your audience. Uh, uh, my wife and I, so I, I, I was telling you that we watch we watch Netflix, but last week she started telling me, mm, you know what? I think we watch too much Netflix and we watch like 30 minutes episode, like every other day uh, or maybe every day sometimes when we want to binge watch, but we go to bed like at nine, uh, nine, uh, nine at night uh, because we want to uh, sleep is a priority. But she started saying, Hmm, I th- feel like we watch too much Netflix. So let's, let's put ourselves, uh, let's agree together to a limit. And we said, okay, we're going to watch one movie every week. So on Saturday night or, um, another day, if we, uh, if we want to change, um, it's going to be movie night and we make it intentional. We, that may be a day that we look forward to. And so we enjoy even more. And that's fairly recent. So I, I can't, uh, I can't tell you uh, about the experience of what it has been. But she wanted, she pushed me to actually do something more nourishing and, and she wants to read more. Uh, I'm a big fan of Audible. Uh, so I don't read too much, um, hard book, hard copies. Uh, but now I'm actually trying to do it more and it feels good. And so if you make a priority activities that are nourishing for you, I think it's a win. And something that I wanted to add also, it's uh, cyclical or cyclical. I don't know how to pronounce it right, but it it might change. Your priorities, what makes you feel good might change over time. It's not, it happens that you running every day for a, a mile plus is something that makes you feel good on the long run. That's awesome. But sometimes make a s- activities that make you feel good will evolve like every three months. So that's why I like uh, doing self-assessment on where your time is going and what makes you feel good and where, where your energy is, go- is doing at least twice a year because things are evolving. We are humans. Um, and so it's, it's, about, it's about shifting that when it's needed. 
Yes, absolutely. So now I, I want to ask you a favor. I didn't ask you this before we started recording. I do apologize for that. So if, you, if you're not game for this, this is okay. Um, I got an idea yesterday from uh, a guest who's going to be on my show in February. It's called Mike Swap. Okay. And what he does, I really, I told him I'm going to steal this idea because I really like it. What I want you to do, if you're game, you can say, no, I'm not interested, but I think you'll, I think you'll, this will be right up your alley. I want you to give me a couple questions. I want you to interview me on my own show. So give me a couple questions you'd like to ask me. I'm, this is something I'm trying now. I think it'll be really interesting, uh, for the listener going, Oh, he flipped the microphone. So you get to be interviewed for a couple questions. So what would you like to know about me? What would you like to ask me, Hugo? Okay. Uh, first question. Um, so 2021 is right around the corner, right? Uh, and people usually create goals for 2021, but we have actually, I mean, this podcast is going to air on Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving day. So first of all, happy Thanksgiving to everyone (laughs) for people that are celebrating. That's fairly new for me. So it's been, uh, it's been, I have three Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, day on my belt uh, because I've been in the US for three, four, three years. But uh, as it's my show, I can say whatever I want, right? We we, <laughs> we swap the mics. Um, I have a question for you, Mark. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, <laughs> um, so as as twenty twenty one is around the corner, and we still have like thirty plus days, uh, you don't want to wait for twenty twenty one to actually create goals because you would miss out on. On, on, on doing so much in 30 days until 2020 is over. Uh, what are your goals before the end of the year? Well, thank you for asking the question. Thank you for having me on your show. And I, I want to, <laughs> I want to applaud you for asking that question because one of the things that really annoys me is when people go, Oh, I'll start January 1st. Like that's some kind of magical date in a calendar. You can start any time during the year. Mm-hmm. So between today and the end of the year, I've got this digital productivity coaching program I'm really in love with. I have uh, a goal of have a hundred people on that list or on that program by the end of December. And the, uh, and also the, another goal I want to have by the end of the year is I'm trying to, my goal is to go live every Saturday for about an hour. Okay. And I got, I teach for about 15 to 20 minutes and then I do some live coaching for about 20 to 30 minutes. It's totally free. Just my way of giving back to the community. So I've already got these dates planned. I'm a little, I'm not sure what I'm going to do about the, the day after Thanksgiving or the day after Christmas. I'm still working on that, but I, kind of feel some people will show up for it. And I also want to completely read, I think I'm up to 38 books this year. I want to get up to like 43 or 44. So I want to uh, get more books read because I absolutely love reading. So those are three of my goals. And what are, what, what is the top three of all the books that you read this year? So out of the 38, uh, let's start with the first that stand out. Okay, let me let me cheat here and let me open up my uh, bullet journal because I've got a list here because I don't remember all the books I've read, but I can tell you. All right, page twenty-seven. Here we go. So I will tell you. Um, okay, so one of the books I really liked that really impacted me is Cal Newport's Digital Minimalism. That's about getting away from technology. I'm 55 years young. And I remember when there was no cell phone, there was no internet, there was no cable and satellite. And his whole premise is it's okay to come off of social media. Um, Cal Newport, very successful author, 
zero presence on social media, zero. And you can't find his email address anywhere. So you can do it. You can be very successful, not be on social media and not have technology. So that's number one. Uh, number two, definitely. Cause you mentioned sleep earlier, Matthew Walker, why we sleep. This should be required reading for everybody. It's not just his opinion. He's a neuroscientist. He goes into the theory, the, uh, the research of why sleep is so important. You need to get seven to nine hours of sleep every night. Now, let me clarify that. That means Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, hmm. not during the week. It's, you know, different days on the weekend. I go to bed at nine o'clock every night. I'm up at five o'clock in the morning, seven days a week. Yes. On Thanksgiving. Yes. On Christmas. And the third book I really enjoyed was Adam Grant's give and take. Um, he talks about in that book, how some people are givers. Some people are takers. I am a giver. That's why I do my, my training, my free training on the weekends. I just want to give, I'm active on social media like you are, especially LinkedIn and my podcast. I just want to give, I want to help as many people as I can. Awesome. Thank you for this suggestion, uh, Mark. Uh, so peop, uh, guys, uh, we'll put the link to uh, this, uh, <laughs> these books in the show notes. <laughs> I'm really all in. <laughs> well, see, that, when I was, was this, how did that feel to be a mic swap? Was that pretty cool? Yeah, that was, that was great. That, that was I, I should have, I should have prepared you for it, but I just, I forgot. Oh, I forgot to mention to him. I just think it adds some different element because now you get to interview me. So the last question I have for you, my friend is where can we go to find out more about you and what you do? So I'm very present on LinkedIn, but the best way to uh, get to me is actually on my website, uh, www.timeflies.us. Uh, you can grab uh, one of my free trainings that I have available, uh, but you can also uh, grab me on LinkedIn, Hugo Donat, uh, and uh, I post almost every day on the platform. Well, Hugo, I am so excited that you're on the show today. Thank you so much for the insights you shared with me, and I really appreciate it. And I'm going to say this. I, I think I can say this pretty right. Uh, merci beaucoup. Au revoir. <laughs> Thank you, Mark, for having me. It was, a, it was a great pleasure. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Au revoir. And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Find out how I can coach you for less than a dollar a day. No joke. And also, you can get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens at mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.